and welcome to the 16th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the garbage bag to my trash can, Brandon Gross. Do you remember, I said that last week that you were going to do it. I'm yes. on to you, buddy. All right. Listen, I you said it, and I was like, I got to write this down. What are we if not a consistent podcast? Consistently bad, consistently uh, citing bad stats. You know us. Consistently doing inside jokes that no one knows <laughs> and the impressions well, that no one wants. We're like, how can we make this podcast uh, the least accessible thing to new listeners? <laughs> <laughs> and we do it every week. Brandon, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Not How's too your bad. Week been? Uh, uh, I spent $18 on a sandwich this weekend. Whoa, okay. I know, very, very LA shit. But yeah, so I went, uh, do you remember Wax Paper? Did you ever go there? I'll call them out. No, no, Um, no, no. no. I don't know Wax Paper. So Wax Paper is in Frogtown. There's one in Frogtown. There's one in Chinatown. Not Frogtown, Brandon. Frogtown. (laughs) I've never heard of Frogtown in LA for two years. Yeah, no one knows Frogtown. So Frogtown is like, it's weird because it's basically like a uh, LA community of like locals. And then they just have a block of like vegan bakeries. <laughs> okay. And then, but there's a place called wax paper, which is in a shipping crate. It sounds like a, a Stefan bit right now. Yeah. You're making it's, this up. I'm it's like in a shipping sure you're crate. This up right now. Um, and you order online and the sandwiches are all named after NPR host. Wow. This really sounds like a, Stephane Oh, bit. I feel like you know I have place? heard about this place before. Okay. Keep yeah. going. Though. Keep so going. I had the Terry gross and, uh, <laughs> And not because of the namesake, but I had the Terry Gross, which is, you know, on a nice uh, light focaccia bread, uh, turkey, coleslaw. I think an aioli was on there. Good Yum. sandwich. Love um, an aioli. Uh, I, I almost choked on the first bite, but good sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Professional sandwich eater, Brandon Gross. Yeah. Um, jo- but yeah, it was, it was fif- 15 after tax and tip 18. Yes, I only tipped $2, but I think that's okay because it was pickup. It wasn't. I think, Brandon, yeah. If you're tipping on pickup, you're doing better than, like, any boomer in the entire world. So I think you're fine. I tip very handsomely if it's, you know. (laughs) You don't have to cover your ass here. (laughs) I just walked into it, and I I was like, oh, people think I tip poorly. How are you doing? (laughs) I am doing great. I had my first doctor's appointment today in three years. I went to – I had my first physical in three years. Yeah. You forget I was an uninsured man for a a little while, Brandon. So the moment – I've been employed for, what, two and a half weeks now, maybe Mm -hmm. three full weeks, and I've already, like – cashed in on my health insurance like a like a strong responsible boy they uh boy they did say they were like going through the the preliminary questions are like do you have stds and i said oh do i no uh, and then they were like do you have uh when was the last time you went to a dentist um and i was like okay you're gonna put me on blast it's been a while okay dental insurance is also something that's new to me you can't be uh throwing that on me in the moment but um yeah for the most part it's it was great they, they were so nice i got my little blood drawn check it out you can, i don't know if you can see Ooh, the little band-aid whoa. on the zoom chat oh yeah i do see that see i actually it's funny they're bringing this up i also had my first physical in like a year and a half pre-covid whoa last week okay how did that go it went great although uh one of my cholesterol numbers is high which i'm like oh i'm that age now <laughs> Damn, or one of them's yeah. high so and my yeah. doctor didn't get back to me so i don't know if it's serious or not so i'll let you know so you have to stop doing those uh those uh raw egg milkshakes in the morning brandon i think they're catching up with you <laughs> and i gotta stop running up the staircase of the la library oh <laughs> uh, i really forgot huh? rocky's name for a second and i almost said rambo i said you almost you have to stop not making wrong. those rambo shakes not wrong <laughs> it sounded like a maniac so are you healthy um, or you don't know yet you haven't gotten the blood work back. i don't know yet i got blood blood drawn um so i guess that'll be a good indication they did do my they took my blood pressure um and it came back real bad at first really uh, were you nervous po- yeah to the so yeah they asked me to redo it and then i came back at normal levels after i'd been there for like an hour and a half 
Um, and then I had to do I did this like breathing thing. Have you ever had to do like a breathing pulmonary lung Is test? Is that the thing where they the make doctor? you drink something and then you breathe into a bag? No, no, Brandon. <laughs> I don't know if you went to a doctor, buddy. <laughs> I, I like didn't do this this time, but one the one LA doctor I went to, I did had to drink a liquid and I exhaled into a bag, and they were like, okay. "You don't have I don't know." Was your was your doctor like a to, was it in a back alley in downtown Los to Angeles? To be totally frank, he he was a Filipino man and I couldn't understand him that well, so I didn't know what he was testing oh, me for. Okay, all right, so yeah, we're not entirely sure what you signed yourself up for, but yeah, they had me do like short breaths, like and then like big long breaths, and then blow out as hard as you can, and they like they measured. I felt like I was trying out for. Did the, you tell them you smoke? The, you don't smoke though. I don't smoke. No, I guess I. I guess it's been long enough now that my parents can find out about this. But I. I was a habitual smoker for like five years, from like eighteen to twenty-three. Uh-huh. Um, and they. Uh, it made me feel great though. The guy's like, "You used to smoke," and I was like, "Yeah, I used to smoke." And he's like, "Um, your the lungs are an incredible organ." <laughs> he just started hyping <laughs> up the lungs a lot. He's the lungs like gas man, just being like, "Yeah, they 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 must have done some serious work. They're like in great condition. You seem to be doing great." Um. And then this woman, yeah, then my doctor, she took me in. This woman, the guy that's so disrespectful to my doctor who went through med school, um, came in and, yeah, just gave me the rundown, checked me out, gave me a a reference to a a referral, excuse me, to a dermatologist. Nice. yeah, and that's kind of about it. I got a prescription to pick up at the local Duane Reed, but other than that, uh-huh. I'm doing okay. That's funny. I, I asked my doctor. We're, this is us when we do this podcast, and we're 75. <laughs> we're just, I know. This is just the daily occurrence yeah. in 25 years. Um, yeah, but I, uh, I... So I asked for a dermatologist uh, referral. I was like, oh, I haven't been to one in a while. I'd like to do a mole check. You know, my family has some mm-hmm. skin issues. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can do it. And I was like, I was gonna be like, no, but I was like, you're not a, you're a doctor. You're, you know what I mean? You're not a dermatologist. So he did check my moles, but he just had me take my shirt off and he looked at my back and he goes, looks good. And I was like, this does not seem thorough, my friend. Brandon, I am still not entirely convinced you went to an actual doctor. It was the Kaiser. He's retiring in three weeks though. He's retiring in three weeks. I think he is. He's mailing it in, dude. He doesn't care at all. He doesn't care at all. Um, I'm trying to think if I did anything else exciting this weekend. I saw three movies last week, and I didn't see a single movie this week. That's not true. I started Midsommar, but I I, I turned it off like 40 minutes in. Not because it was too spooky, which is a famous... I famously hate spooky movies. Yeah. But um, I was just like... Oh, yeah. You wouldn't see Hereditary when a group of us went. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. I would never see Hereditary. The only reason why I saw Midsommar, or started to see Midsommar... (laughs) Midsommar. Midsommar. Um, is because people told me it wasn't that scary. It was more like suspenseful and on. That on movie's the not good. Kind of we'll talk about it later. I don't we'll think talk, it's good. I don't think it's good. Well, I mean, we could talk about it now. I guess I didn't finish it. Wow. <laughs> um, there's. I can't tell if there's a consensus or not in the room. Um, Brandon. Yeah, that's really about it. What I, I went to. A, I went on a rooftop party a little bit. Um, the second one in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. It's boring. <laughs> My God, I got nothing for you. I do have a 60-second story, though. I did prep. I don't believe you. Um, Brandon, we got a lot to talk about on this week's episode, though. Oh, my God. Ronald Acuna tears his ACL on Jazz's Inside the Park home run, which caused quite the stir on Marlins and Braves Twitter. Mets split the four-game series after a heartbreaking loss to the Pirates on Sunday. And standings, what does this tell you, and what are your predictions? But, Brandon, but... Brandon, do you, uh, you hear, like a, like, a ringtone or something? Yeah, is that your phone? I don't, I don't think so. Are you, you're getting it as well? It's coming on your end? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, you're getting uh, one? Yeah. Uh, should we answer? I guess. I mean, it's kind of weird. It is. Uh, okay. Let's, I guess let's just see what happens. Um, hello? Hello? 
Hey, uh, Samuel. Is this Samuel? This is yeah. This is Samuel. Who am I? Yeah. Who am I talking Samuel, to? Samuel. Right it's your uncle, Nino Pacino. No, Nino, Uncle Nino. How are Sam, you? Sam, please. I'm in. I'm in desperate. I'm in desperate shape. Wait, wait. Oh, oh God, Uncle Nino. I'm already worried about you. Brandon, do you are you hearing this? Yeah. Hey, Nino. It's uh. Who's this guy? This is uh. This is Brandon Gross. He's uh, you're actually you called into a podcast somehow. Still trying to figure out how yeah, to manage to do that. Yeah, and on both but... of our phones. I don't know. Oh. I dialed some extension. I don't know. I'm using a, a boofer to, to keep <laughs> to keep the loan sharks off my back. Oh, smart, smart man. I've got know, a VPN on my phone calls, so that, I don't know. That's impressive. The, you, have, you must be the listener from France that we have every single week. Wait, uh, you know what a podcast is, right, Uncle Nino? Yeah, 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 of course. Okay. Wait, right. hold, hold on. Sam, this is your uncle? Uh, not by yeah, Nino Pacino. Yeah, Nino Pacino, not by blood from Staten but, Island. But he's uh, he's it's like a you know when they have like you have like uncles that are really just old family friends. Right, right. I think uh, it was, it was 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 it a political marriage? What was the what's the what's your backstory, Nino? What do you, Sam? You don't know? Oh, I'm just like I, I mean, I'm your need, fucking uncle. You don't know? <laughs> we need to do a rundown. Sam, the I think you're hiding need, something. Listen, no, I, no, no, no. Listen, I can't get into too many details. Let's just say. Yeah, oh, there's like an, an omerta thing going on. I'm not allowed to say. Wait, what's an omerta thing? I'm, well, I'm not allowed to even explain <laughs> it. To I guess context Let's just say clues. I'm in the garbage business with your father. Oh, God. Terry? Oh, oh, my God. With Terry? My dad? Yeah, the, the radio thing, it's a front. It's a front. Wait, Brandon's dad's in on it, my too? My dad's in the radio. <laughs> oh. Nino, Nino. I'm, I'm forgetting whose dad's up. who, I think. Wait, you said you were in a little bit of trouble at the top. What's going on? Yeah, listen, man. You know, it's it's the same old, same old with me. Uh, you know, I, you know. Every weekend, I go down to Harrah's in Atlantic City, play play some bets on the ponies, play some bets on the baseball, the football. You know, play a little blackjack. And um, well, let's just say I'm in a I'm in a bit of a hole. I'm in deep. Oh, no. And I'm in deep with some bad guys, Samuel, and I need some help. Oh God! I, I, listen, I just need I just need a, a little bit of money. I got a place. I got I got some great bets. Okay. And and I need and I'll hit on all of them. I promise, Samuel. And all I just right. need to get back to even. And I need to get back to even. I'm going to Vegas next week with my boys. Oh, exciting! Congratulations. And I, yeah, my my boy Geo. He's getting a, an adult communion. We're getting him. <laughs> We're getting. Why are you laughing, Samuel? No, no, he no, loved, no. He loves. He loves his religion. I'm glad he's. Like, I, I so love we're a strong baptizing Catholic. him in the Bellagio fountains. Okay. Is that? And did you get a permit for that, or or is this? A... No, no. It's a real. You know. You know. We're, we're, it's a handheld thing. You know. I, it's, it's, it's like a, a, it's a real skeleton crew doing this. Okay, it's Nino. I. I I'm not trying to overstep or anything, but if you're having financial struggles, I don't know if you should be necessarily. You know. Doing a trip to Vegas. Mm, good um, point. You know, at this point. Well, you know, I'm in a bit of a. Uh, I made a, a non-refundable deposit on the hotels, and I, you know, I didn't get travel insurance on the flight, so I'm oh, kind of in God. the hole already. Yeah, might and, as well at least uh, go, right? Might as well just show up. Right, right. Wait, so uh, you you said you made some bad bets. What bets were you making that were that that turned sour so quickly? Oh, you know, just. <sighs> I bet on the Lakers to win the finals. Oh, God. That didn't go well. I bet on Acuna to win MVP this oh, year. Oh, no. Braves fans yeah. are, are not happy with that. I, I, did you see what happened to him? You saw what happened? 
Yeah, of course, Sam. It was a real tragic thing. I got a call immediately from my guys. Oh no! <laughs> they said they said, uh, you know, if if I if if I don't if I don't give pay the money back, I'm, they're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. Mean, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, you got this. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just they said they they said I'd come home and uh, my house would be on fire with my wife and kids Sam. inside. Oh my god, Sam! Sam, if he's family, I mean, I don't. Uh, do you have you have room in your apartment, right? I Listen, know, please, I mean, Samuel. I need some. I need some cash. So wait, okay, okay, wait. So can we clarify something? Is if if hypothetically I were to give you some money today, let's say I give you some money, is that going to fund more bets to pay these guys off, or are you just no? Pay them I'm getting. Off? I just need to get even you're and get out. Sam. Okay, you're getting. Get even, get out. You're not going to pull like an uncut gems on me, right? And just no. Like, What's it, that? Have you you've never seen? I'm Uncut not familiar Gems? with that You're one. Not familiar with it? I think should I, think I watch it, it? Would it be? Would it pertain to my life? I think it might hit a little too close to home. I'm worried about. Wait, so so. Oh uh, yeah. So you bet a Cunha MVP. Yeah. You bet Lakers championship. Yeah, but enough about the old bets, Samuel. <laughs> okay, I need to right. listen. <laughs> Sorry, listen. I don't... You don't want to give me the money. That's fine. But but hear the bets out first, okay? I think I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with with you know I mean these prop bets I got going. They're just—they're not your usual bet. I'm not taking a money line because I need—I need crazy odds, but yeah, I think yeah, they're yeah. good. Okay, and these are—these are, these are going to be through your bookie, or are you going to Vegas with these? Uh, you know, it's a little bit of—you know—these—it's through a bookie. You know, okay. you know, FanDuel's not taking these kind of bets. <laughs> okay, all right, that makes sense. All right, DraftKings—I've been banned from DraftKings. Oh I've no! I've been banned from FanDuel. Uncle Nino, how do you get banned from DraftKings? Uh. It was, you know, it had to do with prepaid credit cards. I don't know. It was a whole thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Brandon, Brandon, you're not much of a gambler. Are you Are you cool if we talk gambling for a minute? It's, I mean, honestly, I'm just more concerned. I'm concerned for your well-being, to be honest with you. Uh, uncle, can I call you Uncle Nino? Uh, I, I, feel, yeah, I, feel like, you can, you, I feel a connection, yeah, just, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can call me Unc. Okay, uh, okay. Unc. Should we just start calling you Unc Neen? Like Uncle Nino, but just uh, we want to save some yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But Uncle, whatever, I, you, whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Tell us these bets. Tell us this first parlay that you got lined up for us. All right. All right. So I got a bet that Francisco Lindor. We familiar? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah big yeah. Mets fans on the pod. Francisco. Yeah. Go Mets. I love the Mets. <laughs> okay. Are you? Wait, Nino. I, I. I'm starting to remember who you are. I think Sam told me that you. You're kind of like an opportunist, right? Don't you have like a, a jacket that's half Yankees, half Mets, right? You're not, you're like whoever's, you know, a hot hand, right? You're not really a Mets hey, fan. Hey, whoever's, whoever's, whoever's cashing in my bets for me, you know? Oh, I'm a, I got I'm you. a Mets, Jets, Nets, Lakers, Cowboys, Celtics, you know, I, I whatever. You run them all. So wait, so yeah. I, don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you show up to uh, like last night's finals game with both a Suns hat and a Bucks hat in your backpack, and we just alternate between what, whoever was winning? Yeah, that's called hedging your fandom. It's how you you know you get <laughs> it's just slimmer margin, but you get always you always return on your investment. You're always winning. You're always winning. Yeah. Okay, so we are familiar with Francisco Lindor, though. Brandon is also a big Mets fan. Yeah, so but only uh, a Mets fan. He's been on a kind of a hot streak lately. I think it'll continue, and I think by the end of next week, he'll have had sex with my wife. <laughs> you think? Okay, so you're anticipating his hot streak to 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 fall over, and she and he's going to just end up in Staten Island and get lucky with your wife? No, that... no, no. She's in Denver right now. She, oh. you know, trying to be an MLB wife, and, oh. and you know, uh, I, I I I wish I could keep her away, but. Well... Uh, 
She, I, we agreed Francisco Lindor would be her hall pass. Okay. She just loves his smile. Okay, he's a I, hunk. I agree. I, I, yeah, I, I, him I, coming to the Mets has been the worst thing that's ever happened to me. But I think I can profit on it still. Okay, okay. Brandon? I, I mean, I is she in Denver for the All-Star game? Well, she's trying to meet Francisco Lindor. He's a... I, I don't. Th- I think he. I don't think he's at in Denver. He didn't make the All Star team. Oh, Uncle they. Nino. You know the guys. They're always there. Our boy Alonzo. Oh, oh so boy, it's, it's, it's not it's just there. Lindor. You're betting. No, on no, no, multiple. no, no. It's only Lindor, but come on, he's there. Come he's there. Okay. Even if right. so, this does seem to go but, against but your self interest. She'll go anywhere. Though. She'll go anywhere. I told her she's got till the end of the week. So wait. So this does go against your self interest a little bit, though. You're kind of gambling against the your own marriage, don't you? Don't you think? Yeah, well, I'm just counting on her being really bad in the sack. Okay, all right. Is that a safe? Is that a safe assumption based on your yeah, own experience? Yeah, it's a pretty safe assumption. <laughs> these <days. laughs> all right. So I'm, I am for one, I'm shocked that neither DraftKings nor FanDuel took the bet. Will Francisco Lindor sleep with Uncle Nino's wife? You know, they wife, don't but... even, they don't even got a tab for it on the website. It's you know, terrible UI. Maybe it's hiding in there somewhere. Oh uh, God, that's awful. Okay, well, let's hope that's not your only bet because this bet would go again directly against your self interest. But, but what else you got for us, Uncle Nino? Okay, okay. So in their next appearance uh i've got uh uh Gram versus despucci my boy tommy despucci and i think tommy <laughs> despucci will strike out more you th- wait okay so the bet is there's like a pitching contest going on no tommy despucci gets more strikeouts than De- jacob de guam in the next appearance who's tommy despucci am i oh no he He's just a he's just a friend of mine. He we're going to a bar. We're going to we're going to the shore next weekend, and I uh, I think he's going to strike out a lot with the ladies. If you know oh, what I mean. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So you so I mean, Degrom could throw anywhere from like ten to twelve strikeouts. So you're you're not very confident in Mister Dispute. Dispute. Yeah, Dispute? he's going to swing and miss on maybe thirty <laughs> okay. to forty women this oh, weekend. God. Wait, so. this is at one bar? What what bar are you going to? Is this like the Disneyland of bars? You go to Coney Island? No, we're going to the shore. The shore. You just we're said just that, Sam. Bar, Listen. Okay, sorry, sorry. Did you, wait, did, Sam, did you and your family not vacation with, with Unk? We did one time. Yeah, we did We did go one time. We went to yeah, Raleigh. Yeah, we went North. to the... No, where, where was it? We went... Well, we did go to Raleigh. Okay. But we did, we did. Also, maybe you were a baby. You don't remember, but we, we did go to the home country. <laughs> Which uh, remind me of Sicily, 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 Sicily. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. You had some like uh, you had some good good pizza and all the all the good old Italian food, huh? Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. Got some prosciutto, got some gabagool, gabacol. You know, you right? Yeah, the whole the whole the whole nine yards. All right, well, okay. This I'm gonna be honest. Wait, so you found a bookie to take this? I, 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 I find it well, hard to believe. Well, this one's just with Tommy. This one's oh, just with Tommy because okay, okay. he thinks he's going to get laid like hell. <laughs> and I, it's just not going to happen. It never does for him. But he has got unwavering confidence in himself. I think this Tommy so guy So he's giving me great odds on this. Okay. All right. He's giving you great odds. You know, what are the, like, like plus 500? What are the odds? What are you dealing with here? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a uh, plus 1,200, actually. Oh, my He's really God. confident. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, I could get, I could throw some money to this. All right, you have you have one last one for us. What's a what's another good bet that you got? Yeah, and uh, Samuel, I think you'll really like this one. And I'm a I think little it's scared. For sure, gonna happen. It's not like a crazy like all these other ones. It's definitely gonna happen. Okay, lock and it I'm in. I'm getting great odds on it right now. Every bookie in the country is giving you insane odds on this. Okay, okay, hit us with it. What is it? The Miami Marlins are going to win the World Series. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, here's my checkbook. Sign me up, baby. I'm in. I knew you'd love it. I knew you'd love it, Samuel. 
Oh my God, I, Uncle Nino! I can't believe you're you're so. Wait, so do you have like a Marlins hat or a Marlins jersey hiding somewhere that you're gonna you're gonna put on at the drop of a hat? Um, no, but I've got a. Uh, <laughs> I'll just be doing the Dontrell Willis wind up pitch all weekend. Oh, I love that. That's <laughs> just, a great idea. Just for good juju. That's a great. Yeah, we, we need good juju, Brandon. And 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 my doctor says I've got a lumbar thing going on, so I need to get some stretching in. Oh, okay. That, before yeah. I got. Before I get beat to hell. <laughs> okay, well, we don't want you to get beat to hell. If you need a place to stay, I think Brandon's on the West Coast. So if your wife's in Denver, maybe Uncle Nino can come hang out with you for a little while. Um, I'll be out of town, actually, for a bit. I'm uh, actually. Listen, um, I, I'm not going to be. If, if these don't hit, I'm not going to be able to stay anywhere. People know me, all right? I, I'm going to go into protective fucking custody. You're going to go to, like, uh, Minnesota or some shit? Just go hide out? Yeah, I'm going to be selling vacuum cleaners in Des Moines. You're gonna be. It's just gonna suck. Knocking, t- knocking vending machines over on I-95, trying to suck off the last Snicker bar that you can get. Yeah, I, I'll be sucking off on the side of the highway. <laughs> that's for sure. After this, at the moment I said that, I was like, oh, I don't got it. All right, Uncle Dino. Listen, thanks for calling. Um, All right. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go. I'll take a look at my finances and see if yeah, I can. Yeah, I take send you Zell, money. Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. Checks. Um, you got checks. Chance for. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't got checks, but if you got checks, I'll take checks. Okay, great. Brandon, you want to say anything before, to Uncle Dino before, before we got to hang up? Uh, I mean, Sam, I don't think you were – I didn't know you were Italian. I didn't think you were. <laughs> I hide it well. I hide it well. All right, Uncle Dino. Thank you for stopping in. We'll talk Thanks, to you Uncle soon. Dino. All right. Goodbye. Love you, little bro. Bye. I mean, nephew, whatever you are. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Uncle Dino. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, oh, Brandon. Oh, my God. That was, uh, that was a bit unexpected. Wow. I, I Our first call on. We had our first guest last week, and now we were first uh, – grifter on the call you know yeah how did, first I, grifter on the pod for a man who sounded like borderline technologically inept i he somehow managed to call both of us off of a off of a wire telephone i think if you i think if you asked tim cook how do you call a podcast mm-hmm. he'd be he'd be dumbfounded <laughs> you know so he wouldn't have any idea so he i think uncle nino idea. really should pivot from gambling into technology it maybe He's going to be the next Steve Jobs. Is that what you're anticipating, Uncle Nino? Uh, let's stick with Tim Cook, you know? Yeah, okay. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, my God, Brandon. Well, we got to kind of move on from that. And honestly, I don't want to. I could have talked to Uncle Nino all day. But, Brandon, I don't know how much you were paying attention to baseball this week. But uh, there was a bit of an injury in the NL East. And I'd say it's probably, no, it is the most catastrophic in- injury that's happened in the division so far. And it, and it we famously said on this podcast that we hate injuries. We don't. We we may dislike teams. We may we may enjoy rivalries, but we never wish injuries upon anybody. And uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, leaping for a, a a fly ball off Jazz Chisholm's bat in right field, unfortunately landed uh, at a at an un, ungraceful position and tore his ACL. So he's out for yeah. at least nine to twelve months right now, Brandon. Yeah, I mean that's it's honestly horrible. And I, uh, a couple things with this, obviously. Horrible for the Braves, horrible for baseball, too, because, I mean, he's one of the, the bright stars of, of the majors right now. I mean, he's him, along with Fernando Tatis Jr. and Soto, are the players that, you know, have brought the conversation to the table that's like, oh, baseball should be fun. Mm-hmm. And losing a player like that is is terrible. And, and uh, you know, I mean, it can't be, you know, you can't say it enough. It's obvious that it's terrible. And it's also awful that he's probably going to miss some of the next year. You know, spring training, definitely, probably the first month of the year, if not more. I mean, obviously, there have been players in the past. Like, I know Marcus Stroman, he came back from from an ACL tear within the season and made it for a playoff run with the Blue Jays a few years ago. So it's possible, and he's young, and, you know, but ACLs are devastating, and I hope that he also has the speed, um, you know, that he he had prior. I think he'll be okay. He's young. Um, But, yeah, devastating. Um, My big question for this 
is, and obviously it, it seems, you know, kind of silly to even ask this now because the injury is so serious, but are the Braves dead after this? I mean, Soroka's out the year. Yeah. Acuna's out uh, all year. Azuna probably out. Darno's been out most of the year. You know, is working his way back, but he missed an extended period. Um, amongst other uh, players like Freed, who missed some time as well. So, what do you I think? Mean, are, the, are the Braves I'm, dead meat? Obviously, you don't want to see a team uh, immediately drop out of contention because of an injury, and not just an injury that affects the Braves, but but affects Major League Baseball as a whole. Acuna is one of their most marketable stars. Um, and and has a, a level of charisma and plays a kind of baseball that is just fun to watch and and, and draws more people to the game. Um, but with a gun to my head, I think I think we both know the answer to this. Yes, this is a devastating injury for the Atlanta Braves. It is compounding upon a, butter, a bunch of other devastating injuries that they've already suffered throughout the season and what was already a disappointing season. Um, and I think if you're a Braves fan, you're looking at 2022 now. I don't think your eyes are focused at the uh, at the division this year. The Mets um, have, a, have a great opportunity to pull away right now. Um, and barring some incredible uh, change of events or turn of events, if Christian Pache comes on and just like... Uh, turns into a superstar too he's just an irreplaceable player that's the thing is like there's just nothing any backup player will add that is half of what ronald acuna jr can add irreplaceable if you look at the braves lineup right now austin riley swanson albies and then a whole lot of uh, i don't know i mean like obviously yeah. they've had the players like almonte and heredia and, and alcantara filled in nicely but it's like at a certain point like you can't overcome those injuries and like the mets actually were fortunate that it happened to them early enough season. They had some role players that were able to fill in for about a month, but the Mets had got all their players back and you could see towards the end of that month, like they started crashing hard. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. now that they have players out for the whole year. Yeah. It's like, they're not, they're not going to, not going to be able to bounce back from this. It's unfortunate. Um, I mean, obviously pitching carries it. So if like if freed and, and Anderson and, and Morton have huge second halves, Braves might hang around a little bit, but I don't know. I, I don't see it. I think this is probably, probably you know the birds probably limp their way through the rest of the year it really does suck too because this was i don't know how much you were following it but this led to like some serious vitriol and drama between braves and marlins yeah. Twitter. i know i know last week we were talking to jeremy about how like there was some there was some like real uh real level of hatred between marlins and braves twitter but it just like completely peaked this this uh this weekend when acuna hurt himself and just like Come on, baby. Why can't we be friends? You know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, maybe I got too much Uncle Nino still in my <laughs> Come in my on, baby. Get mad. I'm Italian now. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I want to kind of point out a couple things because the Marlins Twitter account got in a lot of hot water and ended up deleting a tweet that was celebrating the inside the park home run by Jazz um, and was, the I'm fairly certain, the direct broadcast so there was there was focus on Acuna's injury and it wasn't uh, acknowledged. What did they say? Um, what was the? Uh, it was just well, celebrating the the Jazz home run. The tweet oh, and ignoring that, so, that he injured and ignoring that Acuna play. had been injured, yeah. and that understandably set a lot of Braves fans off. I want to make something abundantly clear. I am speaking for a majority of Marlins fans right now. I don't think there is anybody who is a good person and a Marlins fan that wants to see Acuna suffer any of sort of injury, yeah. let alone an ACL injury. Um, just like I don't think every Braves fan was using the Jose Fernandez death to throw it all the way back into Marlins uh, faces, which was happening. Um, I think that there is just, you know, sports bring out 
not only the worst in people sometimes, but also the biggest douchebags you know. Like how many <laughs> some, uh, speaking <laughs> as a, bags, uh, Uncle Nino. <laughs> <laughs> like speaking as somebody that loves every sport, um, it is it is it has a reputation of like I'm embarrassed sometimes to tell people how much I'm into sports and like embarrassed to definitely tell them I have a baseball podcast. Um, but I like it just seems like the worst of the worst crawled out. And then it was on Twitter of all things. So I just I know I, we want Braves fans to listen. And like I get angry sometimes. Like there's that athletic mm-hmm. writer that was talking about how we sh- they should be plunking Jazz because they hit Acuna and like mm-hmm. Jazz was deserving of like a thigh or ass shot. It's like that's not true, man. Shut up. Like nope, <laughs> nobody wants to play this antiquated style of baseball. Um, and and I think I speak on both of our behalfs as well as all of Martin's Twitter. <laughs> I really barely got that sentence out. Um, is that uh that we wish Ronald Acuna Jr. the speediest of recoveries and, and the game is not the same. And him. I do think by Jazz wearing his yellow gloves for the following game, I think that sort of extended an olive branch. And I think because he's he's one of the premier Marlins players right now, I hope that Marlins fans see that and be like, hey, it's just a game. It's really fun to watch Acuna, even if he's against your team, because he's one of the most exciting players in baseball. Yeah, Let's put this behind us when he comes back, you know, May or something next year, maybe April. Um, and uh, yeah. So I hope it squashes it because it honestly it wasn't even like a fun like no. rivalry. It just got like heated for no reason. Yeah, it's it just weird. Like. like nobody wants to be like calling people names or like tagging people. It's just like yeah, that's shitty behavior. Um, and like there's this weird part of this podcast, Brandon, where you and I decided to talk every week about uh, our favorite team and then four teams that are the our least liked teams just based on the way the division goes. And so, like, I know more about our division than I ever did before, but I also still find myself getting, like, that animalistic anger whenever there's, like, somebody's being braggadocious about a team that, like, if somebody's hyping the Mets, like, draft neck Mark, sure, he's a, I'm sure he's a great person <laughs> in real life and a fun and a fun guy to be around, but, like, when he's tweeting out just all caps Mets shit, I'm like, hey man, shut up! And I and I kind of want to like use, and I'm getting a little bit uh, uh, big picture here, but let's uh, use this podcast to kind of like remember that this is a sport, and there's like nobody should be fucking hating anybody. Like this is so yeah, stupid. and also it's like there's gonna be ebbs and flows to every team, some more than yeah. others. But it's like unless you're like the 2001 Mariners, who also never did not win the World Series, like you're. 2001 or 2000 was their big year. It was 20, It was 2001, right? 2001, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so unless... Uh, yeah, so like unless you're one of those teams that's like winning three out of four games, it's like, you can't really brag that much. You're going to get the shit kicked out of you eventually. Yeah, listen, as a Marlins fan, I'm very familiar with that. Brandon, um, we should probably tell the listeners at this point. Um, also, this... I'm a bad podcast host where we just like took it from the funniest to funnest segment to the we were least. We are so serious. <laughs> For a second, that was like the most serious segment. We were like, it was like he died. Like, <laughs> like those white, you know how like the White Sox players, like when they hung up uh, Jimenez's oh my jersey, God, like, like he died, died the next day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we did. Brandon and I are coming out just like holding a jersey and a red rose. Yeah. <laughs> but we're missing an insane Soto Shohei Otani uh, battle. It looked like Otani was just like down. and Soto, we're, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're recording during the home run derby, by the like way. Like big idiots, you know, classic idiots. Just like set our set our sights on recording at nine o'clock every Monday. You Eastern know, we time. were going to talk about this later, but to be honest, home run derby's never been a big thing for me. What's up with that? You said that earlier. What are you What are you talking about? I don't know. I just never was like that into it when I was a kid. I watched it. I always watched it. Always watched it. But I, maybe it was Chris Berman with the back, back, back. I don't know. I was just <laughs> okay. it. It just always kind of Berman. Like, bo- yeah it bored me to an extent i mean maybe it's also because the mets never had like power hitters and peter yeah. is like the first one that they had david wright i think one year when i was younger okay um, and he, he went up against ryan howard but um yeah i don't know i just it was never 
show me a Bach. Show me a fielder's choice, you know? I want to <laughs> oh see God. the game. I want to see the game. Brandon's favorite basketball players are the ones who rebound the most, it yeah. sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brandon, you know what I do like, though? I like the celebrity softball game. I think that's fun. That's wild. You prefer? You don't prefer it over the I don't run, prefer it, but I think it's okay. fun. I think it's like... It's like fun to see the celebrities. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm an L.A. man, so I like seeing the stars. <laughs> L.A. man. I've decided I need to start singing on the pod more, Brandon. What do you think about that? I agree. You got to use use those uh, vocal cords, young man. Use you're, those little pipes. Um, use those yeah, pipes. Uh, Brandon, I hate to say it, but you're wrong and you're a big dumb idiot. The <laughs> home run derby is so much fun. Like, I I, I don't know. I mean, I, there's no way to, to defend the home run derby without sounding just like the biggest, dumbest idiot. Like big, all the sports. Big yeah. home. Big ball, Homer. Big, big Homer, far ball. Yeah, I just sound yeah. like I'm an absolute like buffoon and a caveman. But um, yeah, dude, it's great. It gives like an opportunity for a lot of casual fans to to learn about yeah. players that they might not know as well. And like, it's a good uh, it's a good ambassador for the league. Um, and it's also just fun to watch people hit dingers, dude. And we're in cores right now. There's no humid humidor. God, I almost sounded even dumber than I normally do. Um, and so the balls are flying. Joey Gallo put up a poor performance, which is kind of disappointing. Gallo is kind of like my um, my sleeper hit, but yeah, dude. I don't know. I uh, I'm gonna have to strongly disagree with you here. My no, friend. that's I mean, I think the kids really like it. So I'm like, not you know, if it gets people into it, you know, people like seeing Homer. So like, I'm I'm not gonna like totally poo poo over it. Yeah, but um, it's just never been my thing. I'm going to leave right. it at that. I also, that. Uh, one cl- one quick thing before we go. I, we were talking about this earlier, but very wild to me that the Home Run Derby has players hitting baseballs like 115 miles an hour off the bat towards like 12-year-old children in the outfield. Yes. Field them all. What is that? And also, I, I said this to you earlier, but it's like also like a lot of times the players have their kids behind them when like the American League and National League All-Stars yes. are like hanging out behind there. It's like, a foul ball could happen. Wasn't that the whole thing with the Nets and you guys are even closer? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, let's like, It's cool. odd. It's very odd. Well, Brandon, um, I'm confident one day that NL Feast Podcast will bring us to the All-Star Weekend. What do you think of that? All-Star Week? Weekend? I don't know. Wow. You know what? I agree. I think we'll be on the field. We're going to be doing like Man on the Street, though, where we're going to go up. We're going to go up to Fernando Tatis and be like, you like a ball? He's like, what? <laughs> like, you like ball? We're just going to be doing like the most Kyle Mooney <laughs> oh bullshit, my God. I think. Uh, Brandon, I think I think the Soto Otani home run derby went to extras, and then Otani hit one with one second left to win it. That's or cool. they t- so, yeah, or they th- tied it again. I can't here's tell. My, I know. Uh, I'm watching on mute right here's now, like my hope for uh, for All Star Week. I hope out. this puts Otani on the map of like yes. him actually being a superstar because it sucks that him and Mike Trout, unfortunately, is injured. Like that they're on a team that has not been able to succeed because they're two of the best players in the majors. I know. Like if they were on the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Mets or the Cubs, it's the like... Most marketable players in the world. They would be the hugest stars, I think. But maybe Who's I'm wrong. Say, maybe baseball but... doesn't have stars anymore also. Like, I don't know. I was reading something. Uh, this is classic NL Feast podcast for me to be like, I read something when it's probably I read one tweet, but it was yeah. like uh, that the MLB has seen a much... Uh, a much Big, oh my god there's this podcast makes me realize much how fucking stupid big. i sound much, uh that there was a, a, a much more engagement mm, caveman with, podcast. <laughs> just doing full uh, podcast not a math pod now a caveman pod um <laughs> that there is a, a much higher rate of engagement for mlb content this year than there was last year and it's an indication that the sport is gaining in popularity so that's great also anecdotally uh anecdotally <laughs> totally, <laughs> um God, I can't shake this. This this is a fucking monkey off my back. This bad talking monkey. Um, it's a bad it, talking monkey. That's a bad monkey. monkey. Um, is that uh, that anecdotally, a lot of close friends of mine who didn't give a shit about baseball in the last few years seem to care more about this season. And I don't know if it's because a lot of them are Rays fans, so they they had a World Series to to root for. But yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I've had a lot more friends in my life like get into baseball recently, and also like you know, um, you you know, and like Uncle Nino as well, like our <laughs> recent our recent baseball fans. So we love it. Okay, so Brandon, update based on the fact that Soto's swinging again. Uh, there, they went to a second overtime. I I think. Man, this is going to sound really stupid for people that actually weren't like, able to watch. Yeah, but also, movie. who knows the rules to this? That's, That's also, also my true. thing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's See, like I, like, I think in Japan they actually do like a like an all around like bunting. They do like fielding drills. Like they do like a full like like um, yeah. I don't know what you call it. Like like skills a, contest. Skills like so they do that in the NBA, right? Yeah, they do do that. It's like passing. Yeah, yeah all that fun. I stuff. think that's fun. I think they should consider doing that. I like that idea. Who, who would, can, who would you who put cannot balk? Who would you, know you put I mean? out there? Who would not balk? Not Kenley Jansen, am I right? Yeah, I feel no. like Trey Turner would be really good at a skills competition. What do you think of that? I agree. Yeah, I think it would be those guys. I think it would be the him, uh, Dansby Swaddlesby. Um, so shout out to Braves fans. Dansby had a hell of a series against us. He had like four yeah. extra base hits so, and I mean, two home hey, games. He had a so. huge year last year, so maybe he can he can bounce back and sort of you know, put the team in his Blanspin. way. Blanspin. Um, Buckley. <laughs> I got to really ramp up the 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 energy right now because I really do feel like I got into a dip there with that Acuna stuff. I, I know. Just like it's like, yeah. Eulogizing Acuna. Um, all right, Brandon, moving on. The Mets split a four-game series after a heartbreaking loss to the Pirates on Sunday. Um, Mets holes were on display Sunday, Brandon. That's what you wrote down. You care to elaborate at all? <laughs> it sounds like you just turned them into streakers. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> They're holes. I saw their holes. Their holes were on display. Nicest hole, Trevor May. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no, I mean, it. so the Mets don't have a number five starter at the moment because David Peterson's out and uh, and they lost a lot of their support guys like Lucchese and Yamamoto, Yamamoto this year. So they had Aaron Loop, the relief pitcher, as a starter. Looked great. Then Jared Eikhoff came in, which I hope he never pitches from the Mets again. Um, <laughs> and then just an overworked bullpen in general. And the Mets uh, scored five runs in the first. Uh, Lindor and Conforto homers. And then did not score again. And eventually, they just, the Pirates just chipped away. Pirates, who have a pesky little offense, I will say. I know, dude. Two yeah. of the Adam top Frazier five batting average Brian leaders Hayes. in the NL are on the Wait, Adam Frazier and who? Brian Reynolds. No, Reynolds. Brian Reynolds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian's yeah. like still batting like over 250, I'm pretty He's sure. He's fantastic. He's so much fun to watch. This isn't a this isn't a NL Central podcast, but yeah, pi- like Pirates fans, you are lucky. He seems like the real fucking the, deal. He's I, think like we're, a, I think if the Pirates can figure out like their like having some star pitchers on their team, I don't know what yeah. their prospects look like whatsoever. I think the Pirates have a team that like could make some noise in the future. And I hope so because when the Pirates are good for baseball, I mean they're a legendary team. So like I would love to see beautiful them in the ballpark, again. famously beautiful ballpark, famously. Right? But yeah, I mean, uh, so the Mets like it was a little worrisome because that was probably the worst loss of the season. And going to the All Star break that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. With that being said, a positive on the Mets. Um, is it looks like their offense has turned around a little bit. I know they said they didn't score any runs after the first inning yesterday, but overall, since Brandon Nimmo's come back in particular, um, it, some of the star players have, or star or core players of the Mets have looked really good. And I was reading an article from uh, Tim Ryder, who uh, okay. followed Timothy R. Ryder on, on Twitter, by the way, because he runs Shout a out. great publication called The Apple, which is like an independent Mets run publication uh, at The Apple NYM. Cool. I think it's like five bucks a month to subscribe. Oh, nice! Don't quote uh, me; it could be less than that. Um, but yeah, could no, be more I mean, than Tim, that, Brandon, could be more than that. You <laughs> it's never forty dollars. Uh, it's Peloton, actually, and it's just Tim talking to you about the Mets on a, on a camera as you work out. But um, no, he does great work. Um, but yeah, so according to him, he pulled some numbers, um, and we're we're getting analyti- analytical today. Huh? Let's do it. We're a numbers pod. We're a math pod again, Brandon. So the WRC plus, which is the weighted runs created plus, I don't know if you yes. are familiar yes, with the stat. I'm, I'm a little familiar, yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically that adjusts for like ballpark location, era, all that good stuff. An average one's like a hundred, but uh, mm. so Dom Smith 
for, this is over like the last month or so. Um, has 172 WRC plus Lindor 146, Nimmo 131, and Pete has uh, six homers last 13 games. His WRC plus doesn't look that great. But uh, <laughs> and then uh, the article was actually a McNeil article, and uh, McNeil's batting line the last mm-hmm. 31 appearances. 357, 419, 393. So the Mets offense is coming to their own. And if they can fill that fifth starter hole, you know, I feel like the Mets have some resources coming, and I also think that they're going to make a big splashy trade too. I was just about to say, is there what's the free agents like trade piece that they could go after that would that would really push them across this line? I I mean, what pitchers available? You're saying that the upcoming free agent that could be available. Yeah. So I think Chris Bryant's a big name. Actually, oh, not then, free agent. I'm sorry, trade piece. I, I, I'm sounding. Oh, I think like upcoming free agent. Like in no, the, no, no, in no, like, no. I mean, like yeah, either expiring or just some some starting. Yeah. Pitcher. So Chris what Bryant's the, a big name now. That the yeah. Cubs like have totally collapsed again. Um, yeah. And our and, and our quote unquote selling as the in their own words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would be huge. I mean, because right now third base they have Jonathan VR who's done great job, and then JD Davis is coming back, but his defense is so shoddy that I'm like, yeah. can you have a playoff caliber team and have someone with his questionable defense at third? I don't know. Um, and another name was actually Adam Frazier on the Pirates. Ooh, um, God, yeah. I'd be so mad. He seems cool. Um, <laughs> he seems cool. Man, the Mets have the coolest guys. <laughs> God, oh, I, just I want beer. guys that I want to go to a bar with. Adam Frazier is about to be my hall pass, baby. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't tell Uncle Nino. Um, yeah, that would be wild. I feel like they, they would want to get some starting pitching depth, but I can't think of anybody off the top of my head unless one of the one of the Giants free agents, one of the they really just think that they can't win it out of that division specifically and, and end up selling at the at the deadline. Which uh, I think bit, would be shocking name, at this point. A name that I was hearing was Jose Barrios on the oh, Twins. Oh yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. the twins have like totally like underachieved this year by <laughs> Yeah. An insane is that amount, one of but, the, um, is that one of the most angry fan bases in the league right now? Just like based on they expectations have to be in? right, it's especially be, they right? were so they played so well the last couple of years. And it's I like, mean, ugh, like I'd be upset. Shout out to our Braves uh, friends and fans, but Braves kind of have to be on that list too, right? Braves, you're angry, huh? Braves, are you, Sam, uh, you trying to rile rile up feathers again? Young all man? I'm saying is no. Um, we I'll wear yellow gloves right now, Brandon. Don't make me. I'll put them on right now. <laughs> No one, will, no one will be Brand the wiser. Is like, why are you wearing yellow gloves in bed? <laughs> <laughs> I always sleep like this. No shirt, no pants, and yellow, yellow gloves. gloves. <laughs> the tooth fairy's going to come, and she's going to leave me some yellow gloves. <laughs> oh, my God. Brandon, the standings are looking pretty interesting right now. And by interesting, yeah. I mean, as a Marlins fan, very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how are you feeling? So so we're looking at the standings as, a, well, I guess they're going to be the same when people listen to this. But uh, So, yeah, so oh, the Mets. Yeah. Mets are in first with a 47 and 40 record. Phillies three and a half games back with a 500, 44 and 44 record. Braves under 500, four games back. Uh, Nationals six games back. Fisherinos nine games back. So, I mean, here's the thing if you look at all the other divisions, the top to bottom are still the tightest of any other division. Yeah, it's really wild. It's not the most, we're not the most competitive. Well, we are the most competitive, maybe. Yeah, I'd say not so, the right? strongest though. Mm, it's just like strong. a middling, like, hey, who's the most average? You know, it's like <laughs> it's just like you know. I, I, and I feel like if the Mets were more consistent, they probably would have been running away with the, with the division at this point. Or if they had just stayed healthy, and during, yeah, if like, they stayed that, healthy, yeah, like during that May, May June, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I would be shocked if anybody but the Mets win the division at this point, right? I mean, I know you're a, you're a Homer Mets fan, but like, they are just kind of pulling it all together at the right time and i mean barring some weird weird shit that happens like i don't know if the marlins will be sellers when it comes to uh, like starling Marte, but like a garrett cooper or a jesus aguilar could be gone that would not shock me i mean Um, i i think that the marlins would be smart to trade i know they're only nine games back and i know that is 
you know, a distance that is achievable to overcome. Yeah. But I still think the Marlins, just because they're like, they need a couple more pieces. If they I can know. get like a prospect or two, I, I really do think it's smart for them to be like, okay, full young guys out on the field for the most part. Maybe, keep, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Miggy will be there. Yeah. Um, but full young guys out on the field and just see what you have from that. And then hopefully you can get like a higher level prospect or two for an Aguilar or maybe a Cooper. Yeah, I think that, I think... I think, and I and I really do hate this because Cooper and Aguilar are like two of my seven favorite Marlins, um, ten favorite Marlins, um, and Aguilar is up there as like top five favorite Marlins, and that's including the young dudes who I obviously um, who like the most. Um, but Jesus Sanchez went out of his way to tell the media again this last week that Aguilar has been somebody who's been helping him out, being like adjusting to major league hitting and just like mm. making him feel comfortable. And obviously, Jazz and Aguilar had like a great camaraderie and and uh yeah. and it was a good like mentorship um and i just don't think you can you can part with that that's the same reason i don't think rojas goes it's like rojas is so important to that clubhouse and so important to the development of young guys and instilling the culture that you want that, like it would be stupid to get rid of aguilar who's like yeah. the most funny lovable seemingly nice guy in, in in all of baseball like just seems like a real uh real teddy bear really sweet funny guy um now, the only problem is is Gary Cooper does have position versatility, which Aguilar doesn't. Aguilar plays exclusively first base, and Cooper plays first base and right field. He has the ability to play right field. Um, but I think we, I think Cooper, with how hot he's been, is probably the, the player that goes. And because of that position versatility. The only other thing is, though, is that if you trade Aguilar, again, not, not what I'm condoning, um, it does open up the spot for Lee Diaz to come in from the, the Jumbo Shrimp and start getting like a half a year of full major league at bats, which isn't a bad thing. So I think we're kind of on the fence here as to what to do. All right, Brandon. And uh, after standings talk, we got to talk about the future because I'm a Marlins fan and that's all we ever talk about. Brandon, the NLE's draft picks from round one came in and I'd say everybody got uh, got exactly what they're hoping for. You seem like jaded today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of an accept. I mean, we're at the All Star break. This is the acceptance. I'm at that. I'm at that part of the the You've morning. You've been carrying phase. the weight of the Marlins the first half, and you're just like, ah, baseball. All right. It's a lot. I'm also very Gotta interested go to see. Again. <laughs> I'm very interested to see how much of this I uh, I uh, like. I've got to continue to have to watch the Marlins every every day now. Which in like I normally would watch like two this games This is purgatory a week. for me. This is, I really dug myself in deep here by being like, I'm going to start a baseball podcast, the Marlins, the, like uh, the defied expectations last season. And this year we're going to do it again. And now it's like, you bit oh, off no. more than you can chew young man. Yeah. We're nine games behind and we're, uh, it's the all-star You're, you're going to be like in like, uh, August, you're going to be like, should we do like a movie podcast? I don't know. <laughs> is it too late to change this entire you're like, thing? That's why you're, you're starting to mention you're like midsummer, like, like throwing in the movie, see how I react. Like, Brandon, I watched three movies this week. Um, <laughs> it's like, how many have you watched? I'm like, none. <laughs> I have financial investment in the in the rookies on the Marlins, though. I have like baseball card financial investment. I know, so. yeah. I, I've seen I've seen your tweets on that. So um, I'm, uh, speaking of which, we just talked about Lee Diaz. Look at this signed Lee Diaz card, baby. All right, oh, so wonderful. Well. I know. I'm I'm holding on hope, and it gives me something to root for. And I mean, I would without any financial investment, the young dudes are what you're hoping for. Um, hope they exceed anyway. So yeah, you heard succeed. him. Sam invest in young dudes. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Don't clip that. I don't know who's clipping our <laughs> podcast. But by the way, Brandon, and this is a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Last week was our most downloaded episode, and it wasn't even close, baby. Hey, let's pat ourselves on the what? back. Thank you, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy. Cachet. I know, yeah. Uh, thank you, guest, who helped a lot. Um, 
So that was a lot of fun. So thank you to anybody that may have tuned in last week and decided they wanted to listen again and then just got Uncle Nino right off the top. <laughs> They're like, this was a baseball podcast. A lot of good informative yeah. takes. And we're like, back to the nonsense. <laughs> we're like, let's do a 180 on that, everyone. <laughs> and then right back to eulogizing a player that did not die. Just like yeah. truly the, the most turkey-jerky things. But um, all right, Brandon, talk to us about the Mets deal. What, you guys must be on, on cloud nine right now. Yeah, so uh, we're talking draft picks. Only round one, though. I mean, today they did the the next 10 rounds, I think, for the draft. But we're going to focus on, on the, the round one guys for all the NLEs teams, not just the Mets. And also, but, to be clear, not to interrupt, Brandon, I'm sorry, buddy, but uh, we, we're going to go into a more in-depth discussion about the East and NL East uh, draft picks next week with a little special guest that will remain anonymous. Yeah, we're going uh, back to baseball next week, so it's not all wieners and midsomer here <laughs> sometimes we got to mix it up a little bit listen there's only so many wieners you can have in the pod um but yeah so anyways as you were saying sorry brand i interrupted yeah you for so truly no uh mets land is very happy right now after that devastating loss to the pirates but the same night at the 10th pick the mets landed mr kumar rocker yeah from vanderbilt nashville zone kumar rocker which we're very excited here in mets land. he i mean he was projected to be like a number one like very it was like wild. him and Jack Leiter were like number one and number two straight very out of Andy. But I heard that he had some like um, velocity issues that weren't consistent. Like he'd come out throwing like 92 a couple games and, and kind of get rocked a little. Oh, interesting. Get rocked. Rocker. Get rocked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I know he had a, a little bit of a wonky College World Series, but he's got great stuff. 2.73 ERA, .93 whip this year for Vandy. I mean, I know it's college stats, but I mean, that, that's exciting. I mean, I something mean, he's that, a yeah, big kid. Hang your hat on. Big kid, um, some good velocity. Um, just got to get that consistency. But I think hopefully it's a steal. I mean, um, you know, it's a little worrisome. It's like, why did he fall so many picks? Yeah, but, absolutely. I mean, I think it's like like I said. But um, the rest of the analysts also got some good picks, too. I mean, with the 11th pick, the Nats got Brady House. Brady He's House. Brick. No, 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 no. House. Come on. Let me program yeah. the music at the wow, National we have, Stadium. We have just wonderful potential nicknames right off the Like Mac, Mac Truck, laying the Mac down. Painter. Yeah, dude, we're we're they're like we're in some luck. Also, uh, yeah. but we the Marlins fans were rejoiced, and we're gonna sound so like uneducated about this. Let's just be completely transparent. Like, I don't follow draft coverage as nearly as yeah, well. Yeah, it's I all like hearsay and all things that we read from from some you know some great like some people uh, that know what they're talking about. That people that know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, definitely not us. Um, but we got a uh, Khalil Watson who seemed to be like uh, an wow, electric... just jump in the gun. Just don't give a shit about the Phillies pick, huh, buddy? <laughs> oh shit! I just blew right past that. Also, wait, hold on. One thing I wanted to add about the Mets pick. Um, sorry, Phillies. Um, is that you got one of the two dudes that was known by casual baseball fans um, exactly in the draft, and I think that that in That's and a of good itself sign. is a victory. Yes, it's a good sign. Um, yeah, we got the we got the Brick Brady House Brady Brick House. What how do you what do you think the nickname is? Uh, uh, Br- uh, Brady's brick house. No, I think it's. I think they should call a port if he if he if he's a lefty already. I don't know, but wherever he hits homers, yeah, that's they the should brick call house. that the brick house. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. yeah also, yeah. um, we could he could you know how they all have like a uh, oh my god charity of like things that they hold Brady's brick house. That's what it sounded like when you said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, and it's for well endowed women. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Uncle Nino. Um, Phillies get Andrew Painter, a pitcher from Cavalier Christian Academy. Brandon, I, now, I don't know too houses. much about this kid, huh? but he, it, he can he can throw up to ninety eight miles an hour, which is faster than I can. Yeah, and he's and he's from Calvary Christian Academy, so you know he's a religious man. So he's going to point to the sky when he gets to the mound. <laughs> he's going to go to that baptism that Uncle Nino was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and then uh, the Marlins get Cleo Watson, who seemed like he was a, uh, at most or at highest, like a top three pick by some consensus opinions, and then uh, top eight at the lowest. And we got him at sixteen. Um, I heard rumors that there was character issues, but it seemed like like. 
uh, unintentionally racist baseball shit where it was like he celebrates too much and he's like and it's like oh, oh this my is just God. like yeah and so that caused him to drop and if that's so thank you idiots yes thank like, you don't mind if we do. um, but he looks like jazz dude I watched highlights and I he know just, like, he's like a sweet like left handed swing yeah right? just ripping the ball like great arm seems like he's super uh, super good athlete and just uh, I think that's really a good stuff. that's a because that's something I always wor- uh, wondered about is like do the do the scouts look at the teams that go, hey, we're going to have this player entrenched here for years. Like Jazz yeah. should be on the Marlins for for years to come, hopefully. A decade, hopefully. So yeah. not only them, but also the Nationals, because they picked a shortstop with, with Brick House. Yeah. So, and they have Trey Turner. So I guess what they, the mentality probably from most of these teams is not what do we not have. Mm-hmm. It's who is the best player that we think is available at this pick. That's great. Yes, I think you have to go best player available. And I come from a background of like following the the NBA and NFL drafts pretty closely. Um, mm-hmm. And it, and best player available isn't always the strategy with that. But I think in this situation as a as a baseball fan, you got. I think for but, baseball it is right. Listen, our guest next week will give us some insight. We uh, mm-hmm. we have to we have to <laughs> validate our podcast every once in a while by bringing in mm-hmm. people who actually know what they're talking about um and then the braves got pitcher ryan cusick from wake forest anybody that can, wow 100 miles an hour fastball that's pretty bonkers yeah so he's from wake forest college but khalil watson's from wake forest high school i know dude Fun did, you facts. Know, did you know the only college i toured um at, like in high school was uh virginia tech why Not wild um the, my girlfriend at the time my high school girlfriend don't want to brag had one of those um <laughs> is uh was had family in virginia and we were like were in blacks blacksburg Blacks, mm-hmm. Blacksburg, yes. I think. Okay, right, yeah. God, uh, I don't know. One of those. Um, and well, I was, they were like, might as well, like it's walking distance. So we toured a beautiful school. But her, uh, <laughs> the reason why I brought that up is that uh, her dad graduated from Wake Forest. So there we go. A little bit of <laughs> back, uh, wildly unnecessary. Little nod into how Sam's brain works. <laughs> Brandon, listen, we're we're really uh, we got about fifteen more minutes on this podcast, so we're gonna run down some of the stuff that we normally do this week. We got for Dagrama the week. Degram of the week. Yeah, one of the worst degrams of the week. That was an Adam Sandler degram of the week. Come on, let's hear it. Sam, let's hear it. Degram of the week. That's Jalen on Mike Tyson. Oh, I panicked. Listen, we've we've determined that you're the impressions guy. So Brandon, where's uh where is it? Give it to us. Give the people what they want. Degram of the week. Okay, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Degram of the week. Our of the week this week, Brandon, is Pablo Lopez, who broke the MLB record this week by striking out the first nine pitchers, of the first nine pitchers, the first nine batters in the game, and then got very close to hitting the the Tom Seaver record, and now the who? Who tied it? Aaron Nola? Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola. That's yeah, record, so we were one away, and it didn't happen. But, Pablo, congratulations, man. We love you. Pablo seems like one of the sweetest dudes on the Marlins. We talked about that last week because of the Acuna drama, but he seems like just like one of the genuinely most nice players on the mm-hmm. Marlins team. Um, and we love to watch good things happen to good people. You know, Brandon? We love we love to watch good things happen to good people. Yeah, and I think also an emotional moment. I know we're, we're depressed pod today. Hashtag depressed pod. But uh, Pablo Lopez did do this on the year anniversary of his father's death, and I yes. know that held some... A special moment for him. So there's a great um, Pablo anecdote I heard once about how like he uh, he had the uh, he wanted to go to med school or pursue baseball, and when he asked his dad, he said, "Med school ain't going anywhere." And so Pablo uh, pursued MLB as the. Hey, as he the can still he do that. I mean, if he retires at 38 oh, yeah. or something, yeah, go to med for school. sure, go to med school, dude. Yeah, you're gonna dude. have the money. You can pay it off. You're gonna have the money, so. and you're going to want to do something. It sounds like retired yeah. athletes are just like yeah, uh, crawling up the walls trying to find something to do. But that's our Degrom of the week, Brandon. 
Uh, wait, you have a little fun fact here you wrote down on the rundown. Why don't you run us down with this little fun fact? Oh, yeah. So this fun fact, actually, our friend uh, Billy the Marxist on Twitter tagged Shouts us Shout out, this. Billy! So we thought it was a good fact. So 2021 is the first season to have three pitchers strike out nine straight batters at any point in the game, and all of them have been NLE starters. DeGrom, Nola in that aforementioned uh, game where he tied Tom Seaver's record of yeah, 10 straight yeah. strikeouts, and Pablo Lopez. That rules, dude. Oh, just uh, well, I know it was our preseason discussions, and no- nobody listened, and thank God they didn't because I think we said a bunch of dumb stuff. But um, <laughs> we, we always talked about starting pitching, especially the elite starters in each team being the the most uh, one of the most consistent parts of the entire division. Yep. So I'm glad to see that statistically through the season yep. still happening. Brandon, all right. My least favorite part of the pod is coming up, Brandon. It's 60 Second Stories if you're new to the, to the show and you're a big dumb idiot. 60 Second Stories is where Brandon and I will each tell a 60-second anecdote. And once the timer shuts off, we will, too, shut off. Brandon, do you have a 60-second story for the lovely audience? I do. So I was listening. It's already starting. But, yeah, so I was listening to... uh... Wait, you're starting right now? I need to start it? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We didn't do the thing. We didn't do the thing, Brandon. You ready for the thing? I'm ready for the thing. And away we go. So I was listening to Conan's podcast, Conan Needs a Friend, because this Mm -hmm. is... Really, just a platform for me to promote other people's podcasts. Yeah, Conan, rich Conan and, podcasts. and and us are in a direct rivalry right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he had Sean Penn on, and that reminded me that when I worked at a local Los Angeles radio station, um, the famous alternative rock station here, um, <laughs> when I worked there, there was a guy that was like this blonde hippie guy who was worked in the mailroom. He was like fifty, and he would walk by my office and go, "Hey, Brando," and he would leave <laughs> and go. He will. He lived in a short school bus outside the office he lived in a van by the river brandon yes yes and he lived in the short (laughs) school bus outside uh the office uh he would walk around the office barefoot and he would a lot of times just leave and go surfing (laughs) i Um, love this dude yeah amazing guy and uh his name was uh i'll call him vic i don't think i should use his real name but yeah Yeah, so um so my boss one day he goes hey did anyone ever tell you about vic and i'm like no he's like oh like I guess the guy who wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High, like... Uh, no, get, Brandon, I'm sorry. Don't get to hear the end of the story. I apologize. I guess the guy who... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess the guy who uh, wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High went to school with Vic. And he's like, oh, oh he's the inspiration for Spicoli, Sean oh, Penn's oh character. Oh, my God. He absolutely is. And I'm like, is. oh, my God, it is. <laughs> but apparently he was like also friends with like the Lords of Dogtown guys, too. Oh, true. Wow, this guy got around. Vic rules, man. Vic That's rules. Not his name, but Vic rules. rules. Yeah, we love Vic. We love Vic. All right, Brandon. Are you ready for my 60-second stories? Yeah. All right. What do you say, Brandon? What do you and say? And away we go. All right, Brandon. Um, listeners of the pod will know that we have recently started a new segment in an effort to drum up the NL Feast community, get it a little bit more engagement, that we do something called Feature Future Fans, Brandon. You know this You know this idea? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So on this, uh, we will tag people that we think will enjoy listening to the podcast and let them know that, hey, maybe this is something you're interested in. It's a lot of shenanigans, but it could be a lot of fun. So last week, we came down to a bit of a panic. Um Jeremy gave us like uh, an incredibly generous amount of time, and so we uh, we, we kind of rushed through the end. We didn't; it wasn't really organized, and I had to come up with a list of people on the spot. And I made this great friend through Marlon's Twitter, um, who's been talking to me and helping me out, answering a lot of questions about uh, the baseball card industry. Um, and I was like, "Oh, this is a great opportunity for me to tag at Marky Mark two underscore zero and be like, hey, thanks for listening.'" So I went last uh, when I was editing the pod and making the thing. I went up to it. And I checked his profile to get his thing. Um, and our boy is 
severely deaf. Brandon, I accidentally tagged a deaf person to listen to a podcast and never have I felt more guilty in my entire life. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. drop the curb music. Mm-hmm. And so, Brandon, in an unprecedented move, first off, I want to apologize. Obviously, we are in, uh, we are want to make no light of any disability uh, or anybody with a disability. Uh, and Mark, he has been just the nicest guy. Brandon, I am going to make a uh, small donation because I don't make a lot of money to um, like uh, uh, the American Deaf Association. I don't know. I should have probably done a little bit more research about this before <laughs> I was signing up for it. Wah, um, wah, wah. <laughs> no, okay. The American Deaf Association. Yes. National Association of the Deaf. That's what I meant. Um, in, in order to kind of like offset my wrong, because I really do feel really bad about it. This guy's been super nice to us. So sorry. So sorry, Mark. I, I I should have probably done a little bit more research and been a better man about that last week. Uh, I think it's very nice for you, Sam. Uh, I know he obviously knows that that was not intentional, but you're doing the right thing, and that's why I like being a co-host with oh, you. Oh, we're getting a little hashtag the press pod, hashtag <laughs> sad boy pod, hashtag, hashtag friend pod. Friend Brandon, we're pod. a friend pod now. All right, that's sixty second stories. We're moving along to. Feast or famine, Brandon. We don't have an intro for this because I'll refuse to make it anymore. But da 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 feast, feast or, or famine. famine. Nice. All right, we did it. Uh, Brandon, what's your feast of the week? My feast. I'm I'm going fun this week. You know, Go I'm fun. going lighthearted. The Pirates jerseys. Have you seen those black away jerseys? Oh, those are something special. They're amazing. This font of it. Also, yeah. it's kind of like a throwback to the 70s, 70s ones, like with like the trimming, like the yellow mm-hmm. trimming around the collar. Yeah. I love them. I think they're fantastic. And also, it, that's clearly like where a lot of these baseball uniforms are going with the Milwaukee Brewers going back to their old logo, the Padres going back it's to their great. old jerseys. It's so great. And it made me wonder, and I think you'd be interested in this. Will the Marlins go back to their old jerseys? I know they're Miami now and not Ooh. Florida, but what if they made an M instead of an F in their same logo? Because those jerseys are so great, are so much better than anything that came out from 2012 onward. We, we talked about that on uh, last week, two I think. Pods ago, last week, yes, yes. Um, because my brother, uh, I mean, sorry, a fan of the pod wrote in and we responded. I'm checking right now. Wow, we do have an email this week, Brandon. Let's go. Um, uh, and I, I don't think they're ever going to do it other than some sort of retro night. Like, I think that those are unfortunately a thing <sighs> of the past, but they're, I could not agree with you more. I think those are some. It's a bummer, games. man, because the 2012 ones were atrocious when they got all the, those players like Reyes and Zambrano. Mm-hmm. And those are, in my opinion, atrocious. I like the current ones. I like the black of the current ones. But it's like, man, go back to the to the teal, man. That's classic. That's classic. We love that. I uh, I wish we could, man. I don't know. I uh, There was a little bit of an argument or just like a discussion on Marlon's Twitter about what was better, the teal or the black. The current know. black? No, 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 no. Oh, no. The, the black that the said Marlon's black, on. Black, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, teal. Yeah. Teal any wow, day. Wow, I think I'm a black guy. I think I'm a black really? jersey guy. Yeah. You're not a black guy. <laughs> I know. The moment I said that, I was like, <laughs> what was You're I doing? walking into a lot of Think things before there. you talk. Think before you talk, my friend. All right, Brandon. We got some upcoming series. Uh, Brandon. We don't have some upcoming series. Wait a second. Hey, what's your feast or famine, pal? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. My feast of the week. Um, wait, did you do your famine? No, my famine was, was the wait, all-star. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do my feast first. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting. <laughs> Brandon. My feast of the week is none other than our boy that we discussed earlier, Garrett Cooper. Over the last seven days, he's hitting 429 with a slugging percentage of six or 762. And Brandon, that's not even it. This man has been on fire for the last 15 games, averaging 463 over the last 15 games with an on-base percentage of 593. How insane is that? Wow. 
Yeah. That's amazing. He's I mean, on yeah, fire. It, it's funny. The Marlins have like these guys like him and like Duval that are kind of like streaky ones too, but but they'll all absolutely be like monsters for a but bit. Behemoth's there for a minute. Behemoth's Is, there for a minute. Has anyone ever done this uh, in Marlins Twitter? Because I just thought about this recently. We, I know we call him Noho Hank because he looks like that character from which uh, I Bill finished Hader's finally. Show, I finally 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 finished Barry. Oh yeah, we'll have to talk about that off 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 off. Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to talk about right. it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but has anyone ever done? You know how in The Sopranos, how uh, Tony goes, "What about Gary Cooper?" Oh yeah, what about Gary Cooper? Do they do that? Do the Marlins fans ever do that? Or is there any no. like memes with that? That's great though. I wonder Marlins fans. Right, we got the... let's make that meme. Let's put that on the NL feast. Put it on the NL feast. I love it, Brandon. What about Gary um, Cooper? What like about when Garakupa? he when he yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't get traded after July thirty first, we can oh, post Brandon, that meme and he goes, stop. "What about Gary Cooper?" No, Brandon. when he doesn't, I said when he does not. Oh, does okay, not. okay, okay. Because he goes, "What you. about him?" Right? He I thought that makes sense. That makes sense. My bad, uh, Brandon. All right, what's your famine of the week, my dear? Brandon? My famine is these these All Star Week jerseys, man. Like. The I just, did you see the future the futures game jerseys? They're bad, dude. Dude, what is that? They're like, like all of these jerseys okay. for the entire yeah. They're not why good. is the National League? Uh, why was the National League futures game jerseys? Why did it have AL highlighted like American League? You see that? And why did mm-hmm. the American one have I can highlighted? What is that? <laughs> is a Nike ad? What is going on? And I also, can is worse than than uh, Nike because I like like do yeah. it. That's great. I can? What are we doing here? You can what? But What's like, it's not, I thought it was like a motivational thing, but why was the National League, why did it have AL high? It's like, what? And the colors so were just weird. like, let's do every color. You know, yeah. it was just like, like, like our softball jerseys were better than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's crazy. So. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah that's what I hated mean. that. And also obviously the all-star game jerseys that they're making them wear and not I the know. actual, it, we already talked about this, but I hate it. We hate it. Uh, we like, I, we I, like cool jerseys. We don't like this shit. We don't. We don't like this shit. I just realized I, I really have, like, I haven't been singing enough on the podcast, so I, I did, and I hate it real fast there. We hate it. We hate it. Brandon, my feast of, or famine of the week is unfortunately also Marlins related because uh, I'm a glutton for torture. Um, Starling Marte, last seven games, hitting 154 with a slugging of 154. My dude is not doing that well. And unfortunately, Brandon, again, as I extended for Garrett Cooper over to 15 games, Starling Marte over 15 games is batting 143. Mm. That's uh, we in the biz call that the Francisco Lindor. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm pleased with myself on that one. That was good. Yeah, that was was good. No, no, no. He deserves that. 100. percent 100 percent deserves that. Uh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's like he. I mean, Starling Marte is a streaky hitter. Yeah. Again, I know I said already said Duval and Cooper. It's like you. It seems like the Marlins just have these guys, but also like how many freaking players are consistent? You know what I mean? I mean, you can so pick and choose as many stats as possible, and it's like. I don't know. I'm being so, nihilistic now on these stats. <laughs> no, I think you're being <laughs> realistic, Brandon. Also, Brandon, we shouldn't call that the Francisco Lador. That's the Isan Diaz, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Keep That's it in the Marlins honest. world. Um, Brandon, okay, now that I blew past everything and we're, we're coming back, Brandon, give us the upcoming series of the week. Hey, we got nothing. We got the oh, home run derby Brandon. going on right now. We got the All-Star game Tuesday, and there's some games this weekend, but we don't worry about that. We'll talk about them next week, you know? Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about them next week? I mean, I guess they're... I didn't write them in. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. Trevor Rogers, uh is going to throw, like, uh, what? How many... Do you think... He's not even going to get a full inning, do you think, right? Oh, no. I mean, probably... I don't know. They normally give him an inning. I don't know what the full... Uh, roster looks like. I mean, I know Scherzer's starting. Scherzer's starting and Otani's starting. Uh, yeah, I think the, I think Taiwan Walker's in for the Mets. So he'll probably get an inning, I'd imagine. Hmm. Um, are you going to get an inning, Brandon? I forget. Am I getting an inning? Yeah, I don't know. Do you, are you? 
I don't think so. I don't think they're gonna that let me. Sucks, go. dude. I think they they're never, gonna catch actually. They never market the stars of Major League Baseball. It's so me? frustrating. Yeah, Brandon Gross, put him on some posters. Get him pitching in the All Star game. Come on. Come on. Hey, how would you feel if you? Okay, this is draft week. How would you feel? I know we gotta wrap this up, but uh, how would you feel if you were drafted by like the Phillies? Oh, I'm I'm Phillies As fan right away. Yeah, either way, you're like, I don't care. They just paid me $2 million. Yeah, I, I think I'm like, uh, yeah. You're I, like, give me that jersey? <laughs> give me that jersey. But like secretly, <laughs> like, okay. Say the Phillies are out of the playoffs and the Marlins are are in the playoffs. You're a player yeah. on the Phillies. Yeah. But the, how do you feel? Are you rooting for the Marlins secretly? What's if up? You're, if you're out of it. Um, you're out of it. You're on the Phillies. They're, they're out of it. They're eliminated. The Marlins are in the playoffs. Do you bring back your childhood? I do, do absolutely. If you're out of it, I think, um, uh, I think, yeah, you can root for whatever you, you don't want, post right? about it or anything. But you secretly don't post in about your it. You're not like being like obnoxious about it because then you don't want the fan base of the team that you're on to, to be to, mad, yeah, to get pissed at you. But yeah, yeah, why the fuck not? Go for it. What do I care? Okay. What just about you? Thought. What about you? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's hard to just like throw away. I mean, I guess a million dollars can do a lot, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but uh, it's hard to just throw away. Obviously, like something you you. Uh, uh, grew up with, and I asked that because because there was a player drafted named Maddox something, and mm. and he was named after Greg Maddox, and grew up a Braves fan. I can't remember which team he was drafted uh, by, so forgive me. But they asked me like, "Oh, did you grow? Up? Are you a Braves fan?" He goes, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I was." <laughs> that's wow, <his> quote. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. We like that. We like that guy. All right, Brandon. Now, last week I did a little bit of a flub up for feature future fans, but this week I gave you all the responsibility. So if anybody messes up, it's all the blood's on your hand, my friend. Oh, I, you know what? I, I think this is a, a good batch here. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at Mets Twitter. We're a strong collective. There's some, some of my favorites out there. I'm a big fan of Julia, who co-hosts the Orange and Blue Thing podcast. Like I said, I'm promoting other people's podcasts Shout today. out Julia. Um, yeah, shout J- out Julia. I don't know your work, but I'm going to be familiar with it soon. I'll listen to an Orange Blue Thing pod. Why not? Yeah, so she co-hosts with Darren, who's uh, who runs the Seven Line, which are those those goons oh, in sick. center field. Where in, I say goons positively because I'm a big fan of them, who wear the orange jerseys <laughs> in center field. Uh, and she's a number one David Wright stand. She did an interview with David Wright. Her and Darren did, and she was freaking out. And it was lovely to see. Uh, I think she does a great job. And that's awesome. it's funny on Twitter as well. Um, and then also uh, Mac, Mac the Knife 2000. That's how you can follow him. Also, you can follow Julia, JQuad, 6Ds. Uh, Mac, Mac the Knife 2000. He's my favorite angry Mets fan. I feel like if there's like, <laughs> what, like if Castro will like, blow a game and go, Castro sucks. Like just, and I mean, he's yeah. eloquent too. Like that. he knows what he's talking about, but he's just Wait, really fun to do you think Mac was born in the year 2000. Mac right into the pot. Let us know. Are you, were you, are you 21 years old? As we said, old? Sam invest in young boys. No, and, uh, <laughs> Brandon, this is not uh, going to be canon. This will not be an inside joke of the pod. Mark my okay, words. fine. <laughs> um, and then, uh, uh, my favorite one that was the UK Mets. There's a oh, collective dude. of UK Mets fans they do their own podcast as well. You can follow them on Twitter at UK Mets Online. British Mets fans. And I and honestly, I love hearing them say the players' names. Um, Thomas Nito. Thomas Nito. Brandon, if you're... Pete Alonso. Honestly, those are great. I guess the Mets really do have a... Marcus Stroman. Have, a, have great names for British people to say. But Brandon, I mean, if you're going to plug your Mets uh, British man, I'm going to plug my uh, Marlins British man, Peter Pratt. At Miami Marlins UK underscore UK. He's a staple of Marlins Twitter. We love him very much. And he's always, uh, he's engaged with us, Brandon. And I mean this sincerely since like, uh-huh. like 
the pre pre Billy the Marxist. Days. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Like it's like at least like followed back and like and now is like Thanks, having Peter. conversations. And I'm sorry inclusive. I did a bad British impression then. He's pissed, dude. I talked to him already. <laughs> He's pissed. Okay, uh, but no, that's great. We want to get more Mets fans. Honestly, we've like done yeah, a great job and like branched out to Marlins fans, and we love Marlins fans. Um, and that will never change. Shouts out to our OGs: Spazzy, Billy the Marxist, um, Marky Mark. Um, and yeah, all right, Brandon. I think that's the end of the show. We made Real it to quick, the end. Real quick, Sam, can I hear what it? Uh, give me a name of a Marlins player in a British accent. Let's hear it. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Jesus Agula. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like it. Uh, Jorge. Oh my God! It's like you put me on the spot to do these things I'm that sorry. I can. Sorry, I know. I always do it. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. I pimped out Zach for. I mean, uh, Uncle Nino for the entire oh. pod. Behind the curtain. Uh, so I, I think it's fine. Also, I forgot, Brandon. We forgot to read uh, reviews and, and, and mail, Brandon. I forgot to read mail. So I'm going to get started. If you have not emailed the pod before, what the absolute hell are you doing? We will literally read anything that you say. Please email us, nlfeastpod at gmail.com. Um, and we will, we will read it on the pod. But, Brandon, we have, a, we have a new email. Are you ready for it? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So this is from Max Clark, not my brother, definitely my brother. He wrote in, Let's hear about the times you've embarrassed yourself as a fan. He says, I'll go first. It was the 2003 World Series. The Clarks were in attendance and the Yankees were beating the fish. We had family friends along with us that I wanted to impress. So I took off my Marlins shirt, turned it inside out and wrote Yankees in Sharpie. The Marlins went on to win and I cried. Yours truly a die easy Marlins fan. Um, Brandon. That's cute. Yeah, that's a great that's a great story. I for, honestly, that's a story that I have not thought about in so long uh, and warms my heart hearing about it. But Brandon, let's hear about times you've embarrassed yourself as a fan. Just pimping me out now. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I would I... say uh, probably. So I went to a Mets Rays game when I was very young. Okay. And like something happened where like Glendon Rush, who was like a pitcher on the Mets in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. he came up and he was signing autographs. But like something happened where like he like elbowed me or something and i started crying no (laughs) yeah and he like felt bad but also he was like not very nice about not calling out glenn rush i'm sure you know he's in the he's in game head so game head um you know he's in (laughs) not the game head brandon you can't say game head yeah so he's you know i'm sure he's like focused so um, i don't want to like uh Target put him on blast. Or to put him on blast. But uh, but yeah, and I, it's embarrassing that I cried in front of a major league player, even if I was like ten. I have a great one. Um, did I tell the dinner on the diamond story on this podcast already? Yes, you did. Okay, all right. Well, if, okay, never mind. I won't tell that again. Um, though, Brandon, <laughs> How we've, acquired you McDonald's? Some, we've acquired some new listeners. Maybe they want to hear about it. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, one time, I was taking the train to a Mets game, um, and I was in full Marlins attire. This would have been 2019, so Marlins were not competitive. Um, and some drunk Mets fans on the train. I forget what train it was. I guess the seven train because that's what the, that's what I don't remember. Yeah. I'm never in Queens unless it's for a Mets game. Um, one of the fans saw me and was like, "I can't fucking believe that there's Marlins fans! Oh my god!" And was like, really giving me shit about it. And was like, "Let me take a picture with with you with this Mets hat on." And I was like, "No, shut up! I'm not gonna do that. Shut up!" Um, and he was like, "Please, please, please!" And I was like. You got to pay me. I'm not going to do this for free. I'm you're like you got to pay me. I'm with my friends. I'm not going to embarrass myself for free. Uh, and he's like, no, no. Anyways, I haggled him in, and for three dollars, I put a Mets hat on <laughs> and took a picture with uh with a bunch of idiot drunk Mets fans. And uh, yeah, not worth three dollars. Lose my dignity. I wonder where that picture is now that I'm talking out loud. 
Sam, you've told the story before on the podcast. No, I haven't. <laughs> yes, Shut have. up. I'm not, yes, you have. I'm not I'm buying not into this. With you. Not buying into this propaganda, Brandon. It's not I know. Propaganda. Yeah, listen to this. You just always got to push your side of the story, Brandon. I see how it is. Your what, agenda. What type of doctor did you see? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I should probably go to the back alley doctor that you went to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. That's the end of the show. Plug your uh, plug your Twitter account, and I'll plug my new Twitter account. Hey, Brando Grosso. At Brando Grosso, at. make sure, make sure to follow the pod, Brandon at NL Feast on Twitter, and follow me. I recently committed to the podcast in a whole new way, Brandon. I uh, that's commitment. That's commitment. I'm now at NL Feast Sam on Twitter at NL Feast Sam. Please follow right into the show NL Feast Pod at gmail.com. Leave an Apple five star review. We'll read it on the podcast, no matter what you say. And Brandon, anything else before we get out of here, my dude? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.